Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Just top-notch banter here before the show has even started. Good evening. It's Cormac and Sir here with you on FM 104. Uh, Coming up tonight for you on the show, the next reality TV series you could be watching from your own home could be filmed in space. Apparently NASA have signed a deal to develop a reality TV show. They'll be sending one person up to the International Space Station and could be talking about broadcasting that 24-7. More on that on Control-Alt-Delete at 11 o'clock. Also, has anyone ever lied to you straight to your face thinking you were falling for it, but you knew full well that they were absolutely full of it? Well, that's going to happen to you again this evening at 10pm on Poker Face. Irish singer and songwriter Stephanie Ray she is on to play this evening you've got to try figure out what she is lying to you about and the ultimate list of places to grab some coffee sambos takeaway points in Dublin has finally been revealed now that you're free from your uh, 5k restrictions we'll have the list in full very very soon and have you been to more than 10 15 of the places who knows click here to find out as always the number 87 this is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop. Visit playblue.ie today. FM 104. And Saoirse, you had a horrible day today, which is kind of funny for the rest of us. It was tragic. If Pro- you, Probably one of the worst days I've ever had. Probably. If you don't know, Saoirse has a chronic chronic fear of rats like it's not a fear it's a phobia it's a full on phobia to the point where last year the year before yeah two year, it was two years ago now 2019 I we remember can, it well we can crack that one back out again anyway I bought a load of fake rats that you get for like Halloween decorations you leave in your front garden but they look very very real and I placed them underneath your desk and in the office and you didn't even even see it but you went to bawling your eyes out into the studio crying yeah. to the point where I was like ha 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 no it's not funny like I literally feel yeah, like funny. I'm going to to just die like I'm sweating even thinking about what happened earlier on I now those rats are still in the studio by the way I still I have know. got those fake rats so who I knows I don't want to know where they are don't tell me where they are and look please don't behind me. you no honestly I get emotional even thinking about it I hate them what if for example I'm just looking at the ceiling here in the studio they're one of those office ceilings where you could lift up the panels and Stop. just hide it in there and then I just hit a button and it falls down your head see I would be so scared of those panels up there or anyone's attic because yeah. I am so terrified that there's going to be a mouse or a rat just because it's in a dark place that's not used. Oh, there's definitely mice and rats up there. But listen, she has got a chronic, chronic, chronic phobia to the point where you just shut down and start screaming and crying. And it doesn't matter what you're doing or where you are. It's not a case of, I can't look at that, get away from me. It just can't completely overtakes you. Can't even watch a cartoon. <laughs> like that thing, Ratatouille or whatever it's called. I can't watch that. 
hate them so much. But rats, mice, okay, rats are the worst, obviously. But rats, mice, hamsters, gerbils, any of those things that look like them, hate them. Their what tail, about, their squeaky noise. What about an otter? An or a very small fine. dog? No, a dog is fine. Although I don't like chihuahuas because they do look rat-like. But I know that it's a dog, so Pigeons? it's fine. I don't care about pigeons, no. Okay. Spiders, yeah. I don't really care about spiders. I don't mm. like spiders. I wouldn't go and pick one up, but, but I don't mind them. you wouldn't have an absolute meltdown the no. way you do it with, with a rat. No, I just hoover them up. Oh, yeah, the spiders, not the rats. I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> you have a hoover, do you oh, want no. hoovering up the rats? Whoa. Rats, I would sell the house. I'd leave. <sighs> what happened to you today? So I went on my walk. Now, the problem was, obviously, 5K was, was lifted and you could go other places. And yep. I didn't. Stupidly, I was lazy today and I was like, I'll just go on the same walk that I always go on. Amateur mistake. So I went, got a coffee. On my own, by the way. Which is fine. Listened to music, minding my own business. Yep. Walked, you know, by the beach, but the rocks by the beach. And I kind of saw a little bit of like ruffling, you know, in front of me in the little stone place with the little mm-hmm. grass. And I didn't think anything of it. Next minute, all I see, first of all, I thought it was a bird. Then it wasn't a bird. And it tipped my shoe. Oh, no. Ran across and I just started bawling, crying. On my own, at about two o'clock in the day, and two women came over. They didn't know what happened. Now, you've got to remember. flew by me so quickly. That I was gone out of sight by the time they came. Well, they must have seen it because they were walking towards me. But they probably didn't know why I started bawling, crying. Uh... It's quite embarrassing. You got to remember, Sersha is a forty-eight-year-old woman. Who I'm went not on a forty-eight walk on her own, and still hasn't dealt with this uh, chronic rat phobia. So what I'm did not they come up with? Forty-eight. So I'm you, thirty-two. You were crying your eyes yeah, out as a thirty-two-year-old, ball, bawling, crying, tears down your face, T- like hysterical. <laughs> I, I got the shoes, not obviously when I was walking, but I threw them in the bin when I got home. I oh, you threw didn't. my shoes in the bin when I got home. They're a good pair of shoes now, Sersha, After throwing out, I cannot cope. So anyway, they, like they were like, "Are you okay? Did something happen?" No, the rat was there. I just can't take it. And what did you? How long before you calmed down? How long did they stay with you? I'd say twenty minutes. No I way! God, yeah. Oh come on! Because it, it goes from to like like inconsolable, like sobbing. I cannot deal with them. And did they? When did they leave you? Like I'm even feeling emotional now. I swear to God. Did they even like understand? Were you able to tell them what had happened? Yeah, I was. Able to tell them, but like, I was, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny now, but it wasn't funny at the time. Okay, it's serious. It's a serious. Phobia. Did you get the ladies' names or anything so you can buy them a coffee, maybe, or tell them thanks for saving no, your life? No, stupidly not. No, I stood there crying, embarrassed that I was crying at two o'clock in the day when people are, you know, their kids walking by and the kids are falling on the ground as normal and they're getting up and minding their own business and I'm bawling, crying because a rat tipped my shoe. Oh God, it is disgusting though if it's actually tipped you. It literally. Big ran I don't know yeah I assume it was mouse big. or a rat like you know a little field mouse it or was dark colour so I think it was a rat uh, like I don't want to talk about it anymore I'm just I'm very emotionally scarred oh I love it it's not funny it's really really not funny is that the closest you've ever come to a rat by the way if anybody's listening going where is this coming from my fear of rats came from the time that we had uh, a climbing frame in our garden my mum was hoovering upstairs I was probably eight mm-hmm. she was like mind your little brother out in the back garden so that yeah. was grand so I was climbing the climb- climbing frame I didn't care what he was up to but he was under the bush and I saw him and next minute we had guinea pigs in a guinea pig hutch which I also didn't like at the time but yeah. didn't really mind them too right. much yeah, yeah. in the hut fine my little brother's picking up what I thought was a guinea pig. What he thought was a guinea pig that escaped. It was a rat. 
The rat clung to his finger and he was, all I remember seeing was him shaking his hand, <laughs> crying with a rat stuck to his finger. So yeah. I ran upstairs to tell my mom and then he ended up going to hospital and get a tetanus shot. Whatever. I'll never forget that. It didn't even happen to me, but I witnessed it. Yeah. And from that day on, I cannot cope with anything that looks like them. But th- was today the closest you've ever gotten to a rat? M- must have been there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been in the car where they've they've ran past, which is also very dangerous. Yeah, Sarah's so just dro- drove into the wall. I've nearly done that. Yeah, it's really dangerous because for some reason I think they're going to just be able to sneak into sneak the car. In. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you ever worry now when you're going home that maybe because we're down in the basement car park that one has snuck into your car and it'll be under your seat when you're driving home? Stop it. And then I get stuck under the pedal and you're trying to hit the brake, but I won't be able to hit the brake and be squishing off the rat. When I was younger, I didn't go to the Ooh. toilet for a week because my cousin said they can the water rats can Come go up, up to yeah. the pipes and I wouldn't go to the toilet. That must be though. That is probably it's it's the first time you it's even tipped off you. The closest you've come to facing your own fear. Yes. Traumatising Closest I've come Has been an engagement (laughs) Chronic fears of commitment Uh, No like I'm trying to think I've been attacked by uh, Ducks at the zoo before Now I don't have a fear of ducks By the way That's that's the worst kind of situation I've been in Uh, Traumatised by a lot of ducks Coming up to the zoo Because I had bread And they were all Mm -hmm. like Oh my god The ducks were just the same size As me as well And bit me But like um, I'm not I'm not I wouldn't be very good with heights I wouldn't be good with heights either But it's Again, there's a difference between like an actual chronic fear. Like I cannot control myself. Mm. I would cry in front of absolutely anyone. Like, and actually, no, this is a lie. Right, quickly, a few years back, uh, this was a a mice situation. We were in a restaurant. I was in London with my mom for my auntie's birthday, and my mom said to me, "Sasha, don't look on the ground." And of course, you can look on the you ground and know what she's talking away, yeah. about. Look down. A mouse had ran across the room again. I stood up on the, the chair, stood on the table, knocked all the food off the table, yeah. bawling, crying. My mum yeah. was like, would you sit down and stop embarrassing us? <laughs> I couldn't control myself again. Yeah. We had to leave. Uh, that was that was probably worse than, than today, to be honest, because the whole restaurant just stopped what they were doing. They were like, what's what wrong with her? What is going on here? But there's a fear of heights and then there's a chronic fear. And I think the fear of heights, I hate flying as I think I told you before yeah. but I still fly yeah. do you know what I mean I'll still get you're over you're not it. uncontrollable you can no, kind of no, no. somewhat manage that I wonder though like if you're listening and you've been in a similar situation where maybe it was a fear of spiders and all of a sudden a lot of spiders fell in your face and you're like what the hell's going on mm. or I know and I know a load of people have fear of dogs but have you ever been kind of confronted with it like what's the closest you've come to facing off your fear today you hit your little toe Burnt your shoes off the rat. Like just the thoughts of it touching my shoe, I couldn't. But like a, maybe someone's got a snake, a friend. So you got a chronic fear of a snake, but you've you've wound up getting the courage to do it and hold a snake. I don't know. I I and just ducks were the one thing for me, but we're over the duck thing now. That's fine. I'm just wondering, has someone come as close as you did today to overcoming their fears? Like you'd be terrible on what's that uh, jungle? Was, oh God, no, I couldn't. Like any time I watch that I turn away if there's rats on and people know to tell me to turn away. But you know, people say why don't you get help for it? And I actually would if I didn't think that a lot of times they incorporate the the fear into the room so they'll bring either a picture or an actual rat or whatever. I, like even thinking of that, like no way would I do that. Jesus, imagine like a, a rat just sitting there. Career rat could be your new best friend. You'll start off a new trend where you put a little, on a little lead and you'll be, bring a walk in on your next no. uh, coffee walk no. now with your little rat friend, little pet rat. They're apparently very... Some people... Can you remember we were chatting to people on the show before, I think, that keep pet rats. They're very intelligent, very sociable, very smart, emotional beings. They're absolutely 
Horrendous. Justice for the rats. Just we rats. We want justice for them. But listen, if you're um if you're listening, you've been in a similar situation to search and maybe it wasn't with rats or it was with spiders or with ants or something. Something that you're whole like, oh my God, you have a chronic fear of, but you wound up in an awkward situation faced with your chronic fear. Will you let us know? Or is Saoirse poorly on her own now this evening just getting attacked by rats in the middle of nowhere? 87 On the way at uh, 22 as well, a man has decided to lock himself into a shed for 100 days straight. He's willing to do this apparently for 5 to 10 years and he's live streaming absolutely everything on Twitch 24-7. Why is he doing that? We'll chat to him uh, at 20 in about half an hour. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. That is deja vu. It's Cormac and Sir here on Room 104. Evening, hope you're well. Mark uh, is a... <sighs> I'm going to say it's hard of hearing. Olivia sounds a bit like Saoirse when she's singing. When the- Olivia started, I thought it was Saoirse for a sec. No, you didn't. Did you? That's a lie. Oh, wait, I, actually, I actually turned around to you and said, who's Olivia? Because I didn't expect to be compared to that Olivia. Don't be putting ideas into her head now. My God. Anyway, I told you I was good. Get my, your ear My checked. music teacher said I could sing. Just put it out there again. <clears throat> she did. Stephen, how are you? Evening. Uh, so Cormac was supposed to get Krispy Kreme for Saoirse, but instead he got fake rats. Yes. How have you not handed in your notice? He I ask myself daily. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Mark says I'm actually hard of hearing. <laughs> makes sense, Mark. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that all makes sense. I now. already told you that uh, singing is in the ear of the beholder. No, it's not. It singing is. is definitely, and music is definitely it's a mathematical like, thing. It's like love. It's No, it's maths. It's more like maths. Uh, things need to balance out and make sense, otherwise uh, it doesn't work at all. Uh, Layla, Sir, you're going to hate me for this. When I was four years old, I killed my cousin's rat with a knife and I didn't tell him. Now, what I will say is anyone that harms animals, I'd be wary of. Layla, we're looking forward to your Netflix documentary in a few years. Yes, we are. When you're framed for murder. Only joking. Uh, I don't enjoy watching animals being killed, even the ones that traumatise me like rats I just don't want to see them yeah I think we should like when we get back to normal I'd love to do is we should have a surprise rat party for Saoirse where we organise a gig in a venue somewhere and we all just dress up as giant rats and we're like yay and then just the trauma because we got a load of messages in here one in particular from Keith I love just I love the humour here no how two rats became 15,000 in a year and that's from the National Geographic it's an educated link it's an informative one but you know showing you what's possible out there absolutely turn that off it's, it's, it's off. off, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. Okay. Uh, Kieran, what's the story? How are things? We haven't chatted to you in a while. Fun fact, uh, rats are much cleaner than humans. It's just the environment we have them in. Mice are extremely smart and love affection as well. Stop, 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 stop. I'm telling you. Just... The hair on my arms is literally standing up at the thoughts of both of those things. Yeah. They are vile, disgusting creatures. I don't want to know anything else about them. <laughs> anyway, thanks for sending those in. Question now, question now. Um... At what age do you think you're happiest in life? I don't know. Now, I've thought about this question before. Obviously, I'm only 32 now. So, you know, maybe if I was 70, I could think back and be like 40 or 50 Mm. or whatever. But I'm going to say so far, maybe 30. 30 was solid. You're trying to say that you've gotten unhappier the last two years (laughs) you've been working on the show. Has it been strategically just downhill? I don't know if it's a pandemic. I'm not sure. You know, it's working here on the show. When there's nothing else going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think 30 in terms of, you know, you know who you are by then. You're kind of just like, whatever. Uh, you're just looking after yourself and a cat. Uh, well, that's where I'm at anyway. Yeah, I think 30. You know, 30 was a good age. Right, okay. I celebrated in style as well. 
Yeah, and we'll say like in a world in which the pandemic doesn't exist, because obviously we're all miserable right now yeah. and we can't really do much uh, at all. But what age would you think you are happiest at? And um, like, obviously, do you think you're going to be happier in the future? Like, will you be happier when you're older? And I think I think as well, right? When you're four, five, six, seven, eight, you can't really remember much. You don't care. No. I'd say you're technically happiest then. Then you get into your moody teenager phase, and you hate everything. Hate everything. That's the worst ages, te- oh. teenage years, because you don't know who you are. You're following no. the crowd. Yeah. You're emotional. You're hormonal. The girl you like hates you. You obsess or, over the stupidest things. Yeah, you're trying to be in with the in crowd. You, you think your parents ruin you and your teachers hate you and mm. life is all like, oh, yeah, I hate life. Uh, and then you get maybe to uh, your first job or college or whatever. Maybe 20, 21, 22 is a bit of crack. But is it the happiest you will ever be? No, I definitely don't think any time before 30 can be the happiest that you can be because you don't really know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? You're also probably invested in stupid relationships that you shouldn't have been in. You make loads of mistakes. Now, in saying that... Who knows what types of mistakes you're going to make in the future. Oh, it's so and exciting. that can be bad too. You're like, oh God. Yep. You know, so... Uh, like, I think probably... Yeah, I'd say early 30s would be... So Saoirse is saying 30 and for the last two years... Because of your health as well, thankfully. For wood. the last two years, she's gotten progressively unhappier. Yeah. I will blame that on me and I'll blame that on the show here as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah, desperately unhappy. Job done. But that means that I've gotten happier then. If I've made you more miserable on air, I'm like, job done, yeah. doing it right. <laughs> No, I obviously love my job as well. But I'm just saying, I think in terms of like, you have your health, you've got your, I'm just saying ballpark age, 30, you've got your health. Usually you have a job, you know, that maybe you've wanted. Avoid a recession and a pandemic. We'll just say hypothetically in a a decent world we could live in. Yeah, You're not not tied in. You're probably not married yet. You might not be married yet. Yeah, can't afford to get married. Yeah. Yeah. So you might be just kind of in that like phase of I can do what I want as in to a to an extent go on holidays when you want no one is there tying yeah. you back down yeah I know what you mean so I think 30 will be decent yeah. I, I saw one of the uh, happiest people I've ever seen in my life today Oh, in a coffee shop happiest she was moody and grumpy and was given out left right and centre but like I knew she didn't care that's what I mean she was happy she just yeah. did not care at all Yeah, yeah. Um, but listen uh, take a quick break let us know in your humble opinion what would you say is the happiest you've ever been what age do you think it's it's still to come 10 15 years down the line or uh, have you peaked already 0876797104 you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong FM 104 Cormac and Sir you're here on Room 104 now what age do you think you're going to be happiest at in life do you think you've passed it by or your best years are still to come let us know 0876797104 When are you going to be going around every day with this in the back of your head, springing your step, going, ah, life is actually fine? Now, I'm really confused and surprised with the amount of people texting in very young ages because I'm still walking around with that music in my head. Swear to God, I'm barely present most of the time. It's true. Karen said at five, you're happiest in your life at five, and then it's all downhill from there. Six, seven, and eight, some of the toughest years of your life. Lads, life gets progressively worse after 21. More responsibilities, less innocent. Anyone who disagrees has been lucky enough not to grow up yet. I haven't grown up yet. No, I do agree. If you hit a certain age, you move out quite young, maybe you make certain choices in life and you've got serious responsibilities going on, bills to pay. You're doing all this stuff at a way younger age than other people are because other people just haven't grown up yet. Yeah, fair enough. That's so in, that, that makes sense. That's in from Paul. Mm. Thanks for that, Paul. I 
can see a lot of sadness behind those texts. Yeah. Don't be sad, Paul. It's okay, Paul. No. You can always hit the midlife crisis and go back again. Revert back into your oh, yeah, teenage you years. Buy yourself stuff. a motorbike, get a tattoo. Start, start wearing skinny jeans. Sleep around with people. Yeah. You really shouldn't be chaos. Just ignore your responsibilities. Oh, the dream. Yeah. We all need a year or two of that. A little bit of a breakdown, then you get your stuff back together and you're yeah. like, oh, oh, that was weird. I went for an old skydive in Thailand and picked up an old uh, dodgy henna tattoo over there. I thought you going to say something else. Oh, come back with a few <laughs> friends. Hello, this is my new wife. You can leave. We've all been there. Um, no, I saw, see, I think you're happiest when you're like, when you're old. When you're like 70 or 80. I think that it will be ultimately when no. you just don't care anymore. No. Because I was in, I was in a coffee shop in Clondalk a little bit earlier on, trying yeah. to kick off my list of things to do in Dublin. Now that we're kind of uh, a little bit freer than what we were, went over to East Village Coffee, mm. right in the village in Clondalk, and there was an elderly lady in front of me who was kind of masked up, had the mask on half her face, was going all over the place, didn't know what was going on, and then proceeded to blame the price of the coffee on the young lad behind the till. Yeah. Who's just happens all the time. Just no, he's got no factor in the price at all, right? And the the coffee is not expensive at all. You know, in comparison to other places, the coffee out there is not expensive at all. And she's like, how much is that now? And he's like, oh, it's whatever it is. And she goes, that's terrible. I'm screaming at him and going, that's terrible now. And he's like, um, how? what? I, I didn't set the price. She's like, do you have any buns? She was looking for some buns. And he was like, we have this, this and this. She's like, do you have none of these buns? And he's like, no. Oh, God, that's terrible now. That's really terrible. And she proceeded to give out to him for a good five, ten minutes. And then... Uh, you know there's a one way system in every coffee shop now she just didn't care she went back the way in banging into people going oh my god and I thought although she's given out and although she's been a moan she has clearly stopped caring about what anyone thinks of her the only thing I will say about when you get older is that you can be an a-hole yeah. like that yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and people will go oh but she's old you know and, and he old. passed away and blah, yeah. blah, blah. There's ex- you're making excuses for people like her but she's probably not very happy no 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 but that's the thing you see because I was here thinking of this right sometimes we always try to be nice because we're worried about what other people will, will think Yeah. Uh, you have to watch what you say to the boss because you don't want to lose the boss and you've got a promotion coming up maybe and all that kind of stuff right when you're a teenager you worry about what your friends will say you worry about everything you post online you worry about your posts not getting enough likes or comments or retweets and you don't have enough followers you go to college you worry about all that stuff you worry about your first job you worry about all of that stuff right when you're like 70 or 80 you've no job you're retired you you know you're married for years or they're dead so you don't have to worry about impressing someone you know your sex drive is probably through the floor you don't care so you don't have to worry about sleeping with loads of people to justify your existence as a a human being you don't have to worry about how you look you're not going to lose your job if you're really inappropriate or or moody or grumpy and you know your kids have grown up and moved out so you don't care about them anymore true and you you just you're you and if you was really really grumpy and annoyed you'll just say it because you you don't care about niceties because you're like I'm going to be dead like I could be I could die tomorrow I'm just going to I'm just going to lay into this person because I just don't care I think that's the, when you will be happiest is when you're like 70 or 80. I think it'll peak when you're 8, 9, 10 and you're loving life. Then you go through your teens, you hate the world. Then you go into your 20s, you also, you don't mind the world, but then you're like climbing that job ladder mm. and your parents are like, when I was your age, I had four gaffes. And you're like, shut up. And you're struggling to pay rent and you're struggling to save for a house you'll never be able to afford. And then you're like, well, now you have to have kids. There's all this pressure on you to achieve all these landmarks. And then you go doing the same thing over and over and over again. I think when all of that's gone, 70, 80, 90, when you're allowed to be, when you just don't care, I think that's ultimately got to be the happiest you could ever be. I just feel that you're going to be at that age and you're going to have sore knees or sore back and that makes you angry and grumpy I know, at no, the no. world. But and that both- doesn't make, make you at your peak happiness. That means that you're just 
bitter. Yeah, I know, but you won't feel resentful about being bitter and you won't feel upset about pissing other people off because you're like, I don't care about you. I have nothing, you know, I have nothing to lose anymore. So if I have sore knees, I'll tell you, and I'll be real moody and grumpy. You just, you'll just be free, free of everyone's expectations of you. I think you'll just be happy because you've gone through so much, and you'll probably realize none of it matters anyway. Like none of the job stuff matters, or none of the status matters, or the money doesn't matter. And now you're just free to to be moody, or to be really happy, or just to be yourself. And I, that's when I think, 80, 80 years of age. If you can make it to eighty, I'd say you just don't care. You'd be so happy. Yeah, no one at 80 cares about any of that stuff. Yeah. Do they really? They don't care how they look. They don't care about they're not, what they're they not, think of. They're know. not posting Instagrams worrying no, about the not. likes or whatever. They're like, is this filter good enough? It's like, they just don't care. And if you're tired and you're on a Lewis, or uh, not that it happens now because it's all spaced out and stuff, but pre-COVID. Oh, free seats. Yeah, they'd literally stand, intimidate you till you got up anyway. <laughs> so, Hello, young lady. Hello. Yeah. Can I sit down there? And then, you know, everyone hears. So then everyone starts standing up, letting them sit down. Yeah. So I'm going to go with 80. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And No, that- I have a lot of those elements now at my age. Oh, sure. I know you're halfway there now. <laughs> so you're 48 years of age now. But I don't care what anyone thinks of me. I don't care about most of that stuff. I don't. You really should, though. I should care, but I don't. <laughs> and so I'm happier for it. Saoirse has an inner granny inside of her just waiting, waiting to get out. But listen, I'm saying 80. I think when I'm 80, if I make it to 80, yeah. I'll be happy and delighted and just won't, I think you'll finally not care. There's so many people tell you to just, oh, dance like no one's watching and all that BS. I think... <laughs> Please don't. Everyone cares. Yeah, yeah. Never do that. Everyone will be caring so much while you still have a job. And if you've got rent to pay and a mortgage to pay, you can't be yourself because you're worried. You're walking on eggshells around everyone these days. You can't say it in case you lose your job or you you can't make a joke in work in case, you know, you lose your job and all that stuff. And everyone's all like, Yeah, so keep your rats to yourself. I'll keep my rats to myself. I'm going with 80. Let me know when you think you will be happiest in your life. 087-6797-104. Here's the Kid Leroy without you. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. Good without you, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Still to come on the show, Irish singer and songwriter Stephanie Rainey will be lying to your face tonight. She's on to play Poker Face. She'll tell you three things about herself. Two of those things are not are, are true. One of them is not true. Your job is to spot what one thing she is lying about this evening on Poker Face. And up next, in a few minutes, we will be chatting to some individual who has decided to lock himself in inside a shed for 100 days straight. He's planning on doing this for five years. If he can hit his goals and his targets, he is going to live inside a shed for five years straight. He's live streaming the entire thing, by the way. We'll be chatting to him shortly. We just now want to know, at what age do you think you are happiest in life? Where you're just, you know, walking around the world going, finally, I actually don't care. I've gotten to the point where I don't care what they say. I have no job or anything to worry about. All of those things. 0876797104. I saw it must have been 70, 80-year-old granny today in a coffee shop. Just giving out to everyone. Just did not care. Was just like, oh, you're an idiot. Uh, I'm going against the one-way system. Uh, that's too expensive. You know, but just didn't hold back, you know. We're just, we constrain ourselves so much. And she just had enough of She's like, you know what, nothing to worry about. Probably got no mortgage. Probably got no job to worry about losing. Doesn't care. And it's just being her, her moody, authentic, grumpy, moan whole self. And she's happiest, you think, at I that think age? I hundred. She just doesn't care. How many times have you bit your lip, you know, in work or with someone because you're like, I better not rock the boat here because X, Y, and Z might happen. You know, you've wanted to say something to the boss because they've made a really terrible, stupid idea. Yeah. And you're like, I best not because there might be consequences. Mm. There's no consequences when you're 80. No, that's true. Very true. So we've had a... Uh, 
Ages five apparently is the best age. Now, does anybody actually remember being five? You know, you might remember one or two bits, but you don't really remember. Yeah. You, you don't. You don't get nostalgic over five-year-old things, do you? No. Uh, I remember going around the tricycle at five. Them's were the days, lads, weren't they? Yeah, because even like the cool things that we played with, <laughs> you know, back in the day, you would have been maybe nine, ten. Yeah, I can't remember much of five. Before that, no, you don't. Don't know what's going on. Anyway. What age do you think you you are happiest at? Maybe you've hit peak happiness already. Maybe you think it's <laughs> best be in a few years to come. Uh, we'll take out the recession of 2010 from reeling the years. We'll also take out the current pandemic, which has taken two years of our lives. In a hypothetical fantasy world where none of those bad things have happened, when do you think you will be happiest or when you were happiest? Drop us in a WhatsApp, 0876797104. Dane, what's the story? How are you? Good, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. What age do you think you're happiest at? I'd hope to say 21. 21? Now, what age are you now? I'm 19 at the moment. Okay, so you haven't reached 21 yet. Now, I'm thinking back at 21. I was in a decent place, I guess. I was in college. You know, you were living it up, but you didn't have any money. That, that's the one thing, yeah. Dane, do you have a job at the moment? I do, indeed, yeah. I see Dane's see doing life right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he knows what he's doing. So, um, you're thinking now that um, you're going to peak at 21, and then is it just all downhill from there? Probably, yeah, I see that happening. Uh, that is not true. I mean, I peaked at 30, you know? Uh, listen, listen, why do you think Why do you think 21 then? Why, why do you think you peak at 21? It's just like if you're disconsidering the pandemic that's going on, just to be able to go away with your mates, just to have that laugh. Yeah. I think 21 would be the right age for it. Well, yeah. at least as well as that, when you go to America and stuff, you can legally have a responsible drink and stuff. Yeah. So, 21, you're, you're at peak adult. Across the world. Yeah. You, they can't hold you back from from, yeah. from anywhere. I'd say, yeah, if you were 21, 22, 23, with a job, and you were renting in somewhere other than Dublin, where you could afford to maybe rent and live on your own and feed yourself as well, 21 would be, would be, would be pretty good. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not bad. Not bad at all, yeah. And you don't think, like, Dan, you don't think when you're, like, 70 or 80 years of age you're going to be happier than when you are at 21? See, I was, I'd agree with that as well. Like, you've nothing to care about at that point. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, but at the same time, lads, you're going to be a little bit rusty. You don't care, though. You're, you're, be, you're, you're yeah, not in a rush to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Not, but you might wake up and you don't want to get out of bed because you have a bad back you have a and lift. all the rest You have a little styrostair thing or a lift thing. The only thing that brings you up the stairs and out of bed. Yeah, but going out to the shop is you've, such a big deal. You have a carer to do all those awkward things for you? Not everyone has one, though. Okay, fine. Not everyone, but you know what I mean? You have all these fancy things. And when we're 80, the world will probably be way better. We'll have this exoskeleton thing on us. We won't, we won't matter. Actually, that's true, yeah. You know? All right. All right. Well, twenty-one. Twenty-one, Dean. Um, or Dane. Sorry. I th- yeah, a lot of people I think agreeing with you there. Do you mind me asking what 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 do you do? What you work at at the moment? I'm currently training up to be a manager. So oh. I'm stepping up. Football at manager. Nineteen. Yeah. Fair play. In retail, in a shop. In retail, yeah. Oh, poor retail man! I tell you, you deal with uh, an awful lot of members. I of the deal public. with a lot, but at the end of the day. You just have to get through it. I enjoy it. You yeah. enjoy it and you're going into the manager's position now at 19. Manager When day. I was 19, I was doing very bold things in St. Anne's Since Park. It was just... That's all I'm saying. Giving her mother a heart attack every weekend. Anyway, uh, Manager Dane, thanks a million for popping on, all right? Thanks, perfect. Take it easy, sir. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. 21. Okay, fair. A lot of people saying 5, 6, 7. Again, don't get it. Mm. But I will say, though, you often 
think back of your childhood and the good memories you had. So it would be the times that you played on your road with your friends. Yeah. But you just forget about the times that you were bold and you had to go to school and... All those boring things. Yeah, all the boring things. You weren't allowed to do anything. Right. Yeah. It's tough. I think I, I'm going sticking with 80. Dana's saying 21. You're saying 30. I'm going to say 30, yeah. Mm. Isn't it sad though? You're the only one that's uh, looking forward to this just moment. A, I'm an optimistic kind of guy. I'm just like, you know what? We're all miserable <laughs> right now and we'll have one good year when you're 80 and then the hip will go and you'll be in hospital and then you'll die. We've all, we've all passed it. Oh God. Uh, anyway, 0876797104. What do you think? The happiest you're ever going to be. What age is going to peak your happiness? Drop us in a text. Let us know what you think it is. Uh, on the way next, a man who has decided to, for fun, by the way, lock himself inside his shed and live stream himself 24-7. He's done it for 100 days straight so far and uh, he plans on doing it potentially for the next five years. Locking himself inside a shed for the next five years. Uh, Tim is his name and we're going to be joining him live from his shed next year on Room 104. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Joining us on the show now, live from his uh, shed over on the far side of the world, over in uh, over in LA, I think it is, is a gentleman who has suggested that he's willing to do this for potentially five years. Sit inside his own shed, 24-7, stream himself for the next five years. Why? How? Is it actually going to happen? We're going over to Tim now, live from his uh, his beautiful shed. Tim, sir, sorry for keeping you waiting. Can you hear us all right? That's fine. Hey, how you doing? Cormac, Sersha, how are you? We're doing good. Oh, my God, you pronounced my name Bonus perfectly. Bonus points for that. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. <laughs> yeah, we have to play those sounds. Uh, Tim, what exactly is, is, is going on? What's, what's the story? Well, just a little correction. I would make a new... A new structure if the five-year deal was sold. So I'm, I'm looking to basically sell five years of my life as wall art. And during those five years or 10 years, I would create artwork live 24 hours a day, broadcast only to the frame on the buyer. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's wall. Is that, oh, does that make sense? 
Yeah, it does make sense. So, like, if does I've that got... that makes sense is the worst question to ask. <laughs> you know, no, it definitely doesn't make sense to him. We've no idea why you would still lock yourself away for five or ten years. But I get what you're doing, right? So you're... Right, so it would be like, if I bought it off you, I'd be the only person who could see you painting that and I'd have a frame or probably just obviously a TV in my gaff, but you'd only be broadcasting to me if I was to pay you... Right. It's yeah, a, a framed monitor with like a computer all bundled up inside something that you could hang on your wall. And so you'd be, it's a high art concept, but it's uh, something that was bothering me, something that I just got fixated on and wanted to take 2021 and try to make it happen. I'm kind of speechless. Yeah. So you're doing this from where? So I'm in a, I built a shed, like a, we have a hardware store, you know, that sells Mm. like sheds out front, like a big, a big box hardware store. I uh, custom ordered one and then I built it all out to be quite a nice little space. And right now I'm on Twitch and I'm doing like this one year, I, you know, like a one year promotional stunt just to get the word out and say like, I'm, I'm willing to do this if there's a. In the name of art, so to speak, in the name of, uh, it's not supposed to be something that is extreme necessarily or like a game show type thing. It's it's just me offering this, making art, living well, and uh, see what happens. So are you 24-7 live streaming from a camera inside the shed? Correct. Yeah, on Twitch, the big uh, platform owned by Amazon. I'm on a. I'm on my Twitch account, which is Stumbler TV. You can watch it right now. Uh, four camera views, six cameras, and I've been live nonstop for a hundred and one days. Now, I assume you're leaving the shed to sleep and so on. No, not at all. I haven't left. I haven't stopped streaming, sleeping. Uh, I have a little privacy curtain for the bathroom, but you can still see my head. Uh, <laughs> this is going full tank. I, I suppose, yeah. um, how has that been? Because we have been going insane over here, uh, you know, working from yeah. home and going on the same coffee walks. We've had a, now it's been lifted, but a five kilometer restriction okay. where we can go and we can go into the county now. But like, I've been driving myself demented with the repetitiveness of it all. But for the last 101 days, you've been locked inside the one room. I mean, how has that been on your, like, on your head and your sanity? It's been okay. You know, I, I lost, uh, I lost my job. I was like, a, I delivered school lunches and worked in the school system a little bit. And uh, so that all ended with, with COVID. And I've had personal projects that I wanted to pursue. I've always been making the kind of sculptures that I make. And, uh, but I always had, like I said, this idea sort of bothering me. And it's funny, I guess, that it all is coinciding with all the, the, the worldwide lockdowns and stuff. Uh, but the idea was sort of around well before that. Um, so it's hard to say, but as far as just keeping sanity, I, 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 I've got a pretty good lock on just being able to, to keep stress out. And I'm just fortunate that I, nothing serious is, you know, needs to take my attention outside where I'd be put in that spot, um, to make that tough decision, you know, from a medical point of view though, you know, you're getting no Mm -hmm. daylight. Oh, I, I have windows and yeah, totally natural light. Um, Hop on the stream when you get a chance. It's like really good natural light, uh, fresh air. Uh, I can, I have like sort of uh, screens to filter the light a little bit to make it a little softer uh, just to, for, for the for the cameras. But I can, 
look outside if I want to. Hold my fiance's hand out the window. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. I think we all know what's going on now. There was a big row and you're not agreeing to her terms and you're like, fine, I'm building the man cave and I'm living here for the rest I'm of my life. The shed. What does she make of all this? Whoops, excuse me. Um, she she knew that I had like creative impulses that were a little bit out of control. Um, so I, I warned her that something like this might happen. And, <laughs> and luckily, I mean, she's just the, the lady of my dreams. So it's all it's all working out and she she came up with the price if that so <laughs> like if you're gonna do it make sure you charge top dollar or something and uh, we'll see where this goes okay if you've just tuned in we're chatting to jim or sorry tim from his shed over in in the states the west coast of the states he's decided to lock himself in for the entire year 24 7 live stream himself on twitch as part of an art project and he's looking to potentially um sell this concept for about five million quid he'll continually do it for five years to one lucky person tell us when you said you were doing this what was her reaction uh i she was a little bit i think she brought it up with her family and then i uh, she came back to me a couple weeks later after we had you know gone on our like daily walks together and then a couple weeks later she's like you know what you said about that thing like just just go ahead and do it because uh, uh, yeah, you'll be better off you'll be better off to get it out of your system you know like it so, sometimes i don't know we all experience these oh i don't know it's like you can't really it just plagues you like an idea maybe that and you just have to see it through get just to get it out of your system but like there's cameras there 24 7 and you're she's not yeah. there with you so in terms of intimacy that's just gone for f- potentially five ten years it's like a, a good girl that waits for you after you, you get put away behind bars, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it's not quite like that. Maybe it's people see it different ways. But I'm just fortunate. I'm fortunate to, to have her. She's part of the project, like, inevitably, because she helps me with the, the logistics. Wow. Uh, I'm speechless. Uh, so it's just, a, and, it, and honestly, it makes the love, uh, it makes our relationship stronger. I know that. I, I think it's it's easy to see that you know when you take something away, uh, ultimately it, it can be stronger. It can tear it apart, but I think ultimately it can be stronger as well. Tim, I 100% agree. Alone time is amazing. Just locked away. Don't come near me. But I've never had <laughs> to. A, yes, yeah, definitely. Sorry, as a creative person, like it's a dream to uh, to just focus on projects and like it's. <laughs> I love this. Dominic I'll see you in five years, honey. I'll see you in five years. But like, back okay, in a bit. you're engaged and you're yeah, engaged. Surely yeah. you set a date to get married, and then suddenly you could be gone for five years. I don't know. It would be uh, it would be a big pill to swallow if someone if someone because I'm getting like I'm basically becoming uh, a little bit of a I'm making the rounds, you could say, uh, with interviews and stuff. So you're actually like seeing me become more popular. I started from zero viewers on the on my twitch channel and what so are the figures at um now uh there's like an average of 30 to 50 ish people watching at any time and uh we're just getting like a thousand followers in the last few days and big numbers on tiktok it's just uh it's just wild <sighs> new art commission so i'm actually like people are are commissioning me to make work and i'm accepting the job like creating it 
ordering the parts, putting it together all live. Like I, I, I admire the, the kind of the balls that this takes mm. because you kind of have to sometimes risk it all for anything meaningful or, you know, we're talking about, exactly. you know, when, when you're going to be older and looking back at when you're 80 and did you bother doing anything of any sort of interest at all? But, oh, I don't know. If, if I sat down with herself, right, this evening and I said, listen, I was talking to this guy, Tim, on the show tonight and uh, he's locked himself away poten- for a year and potentially five years. Can I do the same thing? I think uh, I could, but I'd be doing it on my own, and it'd be uh, that'd be the end of that. I don't know if she'd be happy with. But I think you need a lot of mental strength to do what you're doing. Like I am getting anxious th- thinking of what you're doing because I couldn't, I couldn't even stay at it's home for longer than a day. Very particularly something that I'm into. I'm really into. I, I spent many years meditating and more towards uh, prayer over the last three years, and so I, don't, I do have. Uh, that part sort of is the easiest part, to be honest. Uh, okay, so again, the ultimate goal of this year that you're planning on staying inside the shed for the year, streaming at 24-7, you're sleeping, your your bathroom breaks, your work, your art, everything. So the ultimate goal at the end of the year, you hope to have achieved what? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 